When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Nitro's Garage, for all your automotive needs, call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. Hi, it's John from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. What's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. It's your buddy Mike Messier. I'm here for the Monty Nefaro YouTube channel. I believe this is number 28, AEW Apologist video. And, uh, you know, always happy to spend some time discussing AEW. Now, of course, AEW, uh, for a large segment of the audience, uh, of the collective uh, pro wrestling slash sports entertainment audience, uh, probably dedicated themselves to a lot of WWE uh, content this weekend. Uh, You had your two-night WrestleMania, you had your uh, Hall of Fame, you had your NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. But AEW did some good things this past week as well. In addition, uh, the Ring of Honor group, uh, which is Tony Khan, AEW's owner, his second promotion now. uh, They brought in uh, Samoa Joe, apparently. And uh, I just checked the AEW website, and it says Samoa Joe is all elite. So if you happen to be a Samoa Joe fan... Uh, you're in luck because now he'll be showcased in AEW. Another big accusa- uh, acquisition this week, or signage, or whatever you want to call it, uh, Tony Storm, uh, which I'm sure is going to make the simps happy. Uh, Tony Storm will be bringing her beauty and her talents to AEW, as she already is. Uh, she qualified for the Owen Hart uh, Memorial Tournament, uh, the Owen Cup, uh, by beating the Bunny. I will say this, you know, what's the difference between a qualifying match for a tournament and just being in the tournament because both Tony Storm and, and some other lady on Rampage uh, Jamie Hayter uh, won these tournament qualifying matches 
But if they're a tournament qualifying match, isn't that the same as just being a tournament match? Like if you have to win this qualifying match to get into the tournament, that sounds like a tournament match to me. So I don't understand the difference uh, between a tournament qualifier and a tournament match uh, if basically they have the same amount of uh, ability to advance you or not in the tournament. If you lose a tournament qualifying match, you've basically been eliminated from the tournament. So it's a tournament match, right? So you, you figure that one out. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, there's some things, look folks, uh, WWE had a great weekend. Uh, if you want to check out my full analysis, my fresh analysis after night two, you're welcome to hop on over to subscribe to Mike Messia YouTube channel and you can see my, my take on WrestleMania. Uh, overall, I thought they did a very good job for what they do, but I was a little concerned about the emphasis on Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. You know, those guys, nostalgia act, but they're getting more popularity than the people that are uh, the current people, like Drew McIntyre. Why does Drew McIntyre need a six-foot-long sword? It makes absolutely no sense. He's supposed to be a babyface, yet you present this guy with a supposedly le lethal weapon that could kill people and slice people up. How is that a babyface? Uh, Roman Reigns is now your you know unified champion, whatever you want to call it. But he's injured. I mean, it, it appear, apparently uh, people have these still photos and I recognized it last night. I think this shoulder injury took place when uh, Roman charged Brock on the uh, floor of the arena. When he charged Brock on the floor, at that moment of contact, if you watch that in slow motion, it seems like he hurt his shoulder right there and then they went through the uh, partition, like that foam uh, partition thing that keeps the fans back. So. Uh, I think it's tough because when you put all your eggs in one basket like WWE just did, they put all their eggs into the Roman Reigns basket, but now if he's going to be injured, you're, you're, you have this monolith title, what are you going to do? Have a tournament? Have Brock win it? And then have Roman come back to challenge him again? I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. So it's unfortunate, but we'll see what they do. For AEW, uh, Rampage had a very interesting match. The Young Bucks took on... Um, the the uh, guy where the, the Dante Martin and his brother uh, top flight uh, good match um, you know Dante Martin when his brother I think his brother's name is Darius when Darius was injured for several months Dante guy got a, got like a lot of individual time in the ring I think that's helped him quite a bit and Darius is kind of a couple of steps behind you know Darius is kind of the the Robert Gibson of this team. Uh, and Dante is kind of the star, so we'll see how those go. Uh, they're going to have the Hardys against uh, FTR in Boston next week. If I was still in New England, I would definitely go see that. I mean, I, I, FTR is really one of my, probably my favorite uh, tag team that's current these days. In fact, they are. And probably my favorite wrestlers that are current. I mean, if you've seen Dax Hardwood lately, it seems like he's really focused and put a lot of time into the gym. He looks very uh, muscular and bulked up. Uh, looks like he lost some uh, body fat and he's uh, really wrestling well. He had that great match against CM Punk a few weeks ago. Uh, what else, folks? You know, it's just, a, it was a, you know, this this was an exciting week for, for pro wrestling fans. I mean, the Chris Jericho thing, like I keep wanting to say that, that division between sports entertainment and, w, and, and, and sports entertainment and pro wrestling, the WWE sports entertainment and, and the intelligent pro wrestling that people like myself enjoy, uh, Chris Jericho could really be exploiting that, uh, you know, in his sports entertainment or entertainer gimmick right now, 
but with uh, Jericho, when you know on Rampage he gave the House of Black the Sports Entertainers of the Week award, I I don't get that because it's like Jericho, he's supposed to be turning heel. He's not acting like a heel. He's just acting like Jericho. Um, the the magic guy, the fat magic guy, whatever his name is in that group, uh, the, this Jericho Appreciation Society, the, the magic daddy is actually probably the best heel of the group at this point. Um, Jack Hager is just kind of a muscle guy. He's just kind of there as like an extension of Jericho. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Tony Storm did some type of uh, streaming thing. I don't know if it was after the ROH show or after... Um, she appeared on Dynamite, where they, the interviewer was asking who would she have liked to have wrestled, a wrestler that had passed away in the past, and she had no clue, no answer. And some people were concerned about her status or concerned about her health because she seemed to be a little tipsy or whatever. And um, I, I do appreciate when wrestling fans get concerned about the talents when they appear a little bit off. Apparently, Jeff Hardy... I ordered this uh, Fight TV pay-per-view with Conrad Thompson, and, and I haven't gotten through all of it. I started to watch it, the Conrad Thompson live podcast. It was it was kind of annoying because everybody just seemed to be drunk, and apparently Jeff Hardy comes on stage late into this thing and is drunk and had to be escorted off. So, you know, uh, if you've seen my videos, you know that I've spoken openly about my thoughts on, on these wrestlers, like the Jeff Hardys and even the Usos who kind of... Uh, violate the laws and, and risk people's health with, with their uh, driving when they shouldn't be, when they're inebriated or inebriated. Uh, so anyway, I, you know, what can I say? Um, overall, folks, I think it was a good week for wrestling. Um, if you're a WWE fan, you had a great week. Uh, you know, the Undertaker speech was uh, very interesting. I thought Undertaker was kind of... Um, doing his best Diamond Dallas Page, like kind of a motivational speech, which was interesting. I think, I guess Mark Calloway kind of wants to put his own stamp on the world now, aside from the Undertaker character. I'll be honest with you, I always liked the mean Mark Callis in WCW with the heart punch, you know what I mean? Just a big badass guy uh, with Danny Spivey, the skyscrapers. I mean, he should have brought Danny Spivey. Danny Spivey should have inducted Mark Callis into the WWE Hall of Fame. In any event, uh, but yeah, as, as far as AEW goes, they're going to have another Battle of Belts 2 on a weekend. Uh, it starts earlier this time. I think it starts at 8 o'clock. I want to say like Saturday, maybe April 16th, something like that. Uh, so I'm hoping that they do two hours. The last Battle of the Belts was only like an hour show and it was kind of, you know, wasn't much to it. But this, if they do two hours, should be more interesting. Uh, Jade Cargill continues to dominate. Hold on a Um, so there you go, folks. Uh, you know, uh, Jade Cargill. God, 